Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom time, welcome in. So coming up, uh, I'll play you this montage. I think it's really insightful of uh, Temple students over the course of time. And this is in the wake of that robbery we talked about where Steve Keeley had the picture first, of course, before anybody else. Dan, how, how, look, I love great competition. I don't know if I could compete with Steve Keeley, though, and what he does. It would be a tough one. of us would die within a month. Yeah. It's what the outcome would be. I, I, I don't know how, uh, does he sleep? Is, yeah, are there multiple just, Steve Keeleys? I mean, he ought to have his own news operation. That's it right there. They went from Dolly the lamb or Dolly the sheep yeah. to Steve Keeley the reporter, and there's like yeah. eight of him. Yeah. So this are Temple Kids. It's about two minutes. In the wake of that robbery with the gun pushed against the head of a Temple student, we played you the one kid who I think got it right. Time and Roth, Dan. This is the life that we've chosen. This is what we pay ass loads of tuition for. You are. You know, Temple ought to just say that. Stop bitching. If you come here and all that, this is what you signed up for, kid. That's it. I mean, where, why in Philadelphia can't we say you can't be at 18th and Norris? At 6 o'clock in the morning, it's like Mayberry or something. What are you thinking? Particularly, now maybe 20 years ago, you would have said, uh, not a good move, kids. Today in Krasnerland at 3.05, Dan wants to leave with us now. He's moved everything else out. Yeah, you got to see the visuals on this. Particularly, This kid looks like a skateboarder. Oh, we kind of signed up for this. I admire that. Well, the reason why I want to lead off with Krasnerland with it is it's a perfect example of idiotic uh, people that are unplugged from the situation, not realizing why their life sucks so much. And I feel like that's the you know mission statement of Krasnerland is pointing out exactly why their life suck and how it can get better. Well, right. And again, if they think that, that see, here's the big lie, Dan, they're being told or they intuit, well, this is the urban experience. No, it's not always been. I mean, it's never been it's never been easy, but it's never been like this. That's the difference. It's him. He is the causal element here that everybody in the world, if they want a better world here in Philadelphia, has to take on and all the mob that support him. Now, Steve uh, Feldman, Greater Philadelphia Z-O-A, Zionist of America, executive director, is back with us with another handful of things locally that illustrate what we see going on internationally. A friend uh, from back home recently reminded me this of is something the which I'd like to share with all of you. Do you guys remember the photo of the kids and men laughing and smiling as they sat on top of the Israeli military jeep captured by our freedom fighters? Yes! Do you remember that picture? Yes! How about the photos of the bulldozer breaking through the deadly border? Do you remember that picture? Yes! And the several other joyful and powerful images which came from the glorious October 7th. Yes! So I would just ask that we have all these hate speech. Yesterday, the the Pennsylvania Democrats in Harrisburg passed an even tougher intimidation, hate crime type of bill. I despise all that stuff. It's so fraught with error, but it's used. Why is none of that being used here with any number of these people? And these are a recognized terrorist group by the United States federal government, Hamas. Why would the Free Library of Philadelphia, as bad as they are with the speakers they bring in, bring in my sparring partner, the esteemed 
hip-hop professor himself, Mark Lamont Hill. All right, let's go to uh, Steve Feldman to get all these stories here. Hey, Steve, welcome, and thanks for the information as always. Uh, Steve, what should be done? What's the best course of action? This Penn student now has just gone out nationally, this uh, glorification of October 7th. We have the First Amendment, but we also have all these regulations at the University of Pennsylvania. Tom, uh, thanks, first of all, for having me back on, on your show. Uh, you know, again, I must say that you are a clarion voice and uh, to, to air some of what's going on and let your listeners and, and the community at large know some of what's taking place locally, because a lot of it is not, not getting the coverage it deserves. That, that woman glorifying the murder of 1,400 Israelis, many of them Jews, most of them Jews, and, and the serious wounding of 5,000 others and the raping of women and the, the dismemberment and sticking a baby in an oven and turning it on. I mean, it's horrible, horrible things were done that day, atrocities, to glorify that and celebrate that is is not only ghoulish and ghastly, but one has to wonder where this this young woman got this stuff that that this is something good who who put it in her mind that that this is something to celebrate and and is good was it a teacher was it a professor at Penn was it her family I, I think I think society needs to ask some of those questions well what, really what the true. Biden administration ought to be doing uh, it, we have all these committees task force and all that that would be useful yeah. is to have a task force what Congress too, directed to that question and Steve, a, a representative, Mike Gallagher, on the Republican side I've seen is pretty thoughtful. He's got a big piece out there today about how much, particularly as this starts to grow, these kids are getting their information, their news, if you will, from TikTok, yeah. from TikTok. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think at the local level, uh, certainly at the state level, the state has a lot to do with education. Uh, maybe in Harrisburg, you know, you mentioned this new legislation. Maybe some of the lawmakers in Harrisburg ought to have some hearings. There, there's an education committee, uh, I guess, on this on the House and Senate side in the General Assembly, and 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 the same for New Jersey. Uh, maybe some of them ought to have some hearings uh, to find out what, what the root of this is, because uh, I don't think it would take much uh, for people who celebrate violence to themselves going and commit violence, and there's been uh, horrible, wide-open Jew hatred in the streets of Philadelphia, mobs of people, uh, in, including Mark Lamont Hill, Hill, who you mentioned, who really was saying some unspeakable things. He spoke them. You know, I say, on the one hand, unspeakable, but he, he spoke them. Such such vicious incitement of Jew hatred in a climate of, of unprecedented Jew hatred in America. I mean, well, it's, Steve, it's let me interject, like he, and for our listeners, and we talked yeah. with one of the people that was a Temple trustee when he was over at Temple. Uh, I forget the locale. It may have been a United Nations subcommittee. He got off a plane, and he started talking about how he didn't drink the water because yep. the Jews in Israel are poisoning the water of yep. Palestinians. Yeah, it was really disgusting. There, there is a Solidarity Day at the United Nations, which is the same Solidarity Day for the Palestinian people, so-called, that Mayor Kenny has here. And that's where he spoke, and that's when he uttered uh, the genocidal phrase, uh, Palestine will be free from the river to the sea, which really is, is calling for genocide, because Israel's 7 million Jews are not just going to, you know, go rent some U-Haul trucks because Mark Lamont Hill said to so so you're talking about slaughtering hundreds of thousands of jews to accomplish what mark lamont hill is calling for yeah and again under ordinary circumstances if you're talking the geopolitics of this and you want to have somebody at the free library provocatively debate it i'm not on board with it but okay this though after october 7th is way over the line um, Trudeau had his son in Canada, Dan and I were looking at this morning, dress up as a beheaded child. I yeah. mean, it's the senselessness of some of this it, stuff, it, it given really what's sick. going on. It yeah. really is sick. You know, it's really sick. But some of the stuff Hill said, uh, you know, there was a, a, you know, they'll call it a rally or whatever with thousands of people. 
uh, right in the heart of Center City Sunday night. He was he was accusing Jews of, of quote, having a settler colonialist uh, operation in the land of Israel 100 years ago. Well, 100 years ago would, would take us to 1923. Israel was reestablished in 1948. So, so according to Mark Lamont Hill, there shouldn't be any Jews in, in the land of Israel at any time ever. Okay, I mean, think about that. He he wants the the homeland of the Jewish people, where Jews are indigenous, to be essentially Jew for a Judenrein. It's just despicable. Now he's a professor at the graduate department at at City University of New York. He was at Temple for many years. I mean, there really do need to be hearings about some of our educational institutions. There, they have faculty who are, are. are saying things that are inciting hatred, inciting violence, and then students are on the streets parroting them. And yes, we have freedom of speech, but 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 this is just just pure evil stuff that that and it seems to be a vicious circle. All right, let's talk about the uh, boycott now happening of Stephen yep. Star restaurants and all businesses that they claim that are Jewish slash Zionist. Let me yep. take the devil's advocate side and say. What is different about this? We see boycotts all the time, Steve. So why is this one something we ought to pay attention to? Well, because people are being singled out for their religion or their ethnicity. This is not, you know, they're, they're saying that it's because they're Zionists. Well, I don't know who among among these people are Zionists or not. Uh, you're talking about a yoga, a yoga studio. You're talking about a supermarket, a deli, many restaurants, not just uh, Stephen Sars restaurants, but some other other people who own multiple restaurants. Um, I don't know what these people's politics are, and I don't think I don't think the, this group, the the Philly Palestine Coalition, knows their politics. But what all these businesses have in common is they're owned by Jews. So these people are being targeted not for their politics, not for what they may or may not support, but because they're Jewish. That that's how they're targeted. That's how they're singled out. And and you know, um we're a week away from the eighty fifth anniversary of Kristallnacht when when Nazis went on a rampage uh through Germany, broke windows, set synagogues on fire uh, Jews were banned from universities. Uh, other Jews were banned from certain professions. We're we're a week away, literally a week away. It's it's the ninth, November ninth, the 85th anniversary, and it's getting to be like that here. Okay, I mean it. I I'm not the kind of person who's scared, but but mm. it, it's a very chilling situation. And unless and until some some kind of lid is put on this, and I'm not saying take away people's rights to free speech, but if they're threatening, if they're intimidating, um, I think it needs to be looked into and examined, and there needs to be some repercussions. You you have a right to free speech, but you also have a right to face the repercussions of your speech. Without a doubt. Now, one parting thing, Steve Feldman with us. Uh, Steve, there are rumors out there. I haven't been able to clarify them yet, but I wouldn't doubt it, that Antifa might be one of the elements involved in some of this unrest and some of these protests. I, I have it on good authority, and I guess somebody who wants to check police reports or arrest reports can, because arrests, I think, are, are a matter of public record, that at one of these uh, anti-Jewish demonstrations, there were three people arrested for, for violence, all from out of state, I was told uh, by, a, by a respectable source, uh, and that they were affiliated with Antifa, uh, and that there are efforts to to recruit Antifa people uh, to to join. I mean, it's I mean already it's a collection of of Jew haters and Marxists, and uh, I mean the, the gamut. Uh, they're anti. I mean, if you look at some of the stuff they post on social media, they're anti-capitalism, they're anti-gentrification of West Philadelphia, they're anti-Jewish. They're anti-fossil. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Fuel industry, their anti-prison industrial complex, and they all seem to coagulate. Uh, and their main target right now is intimidating Jews, especially on the campuses. Uh, what's happening around the Penn campus and the Temple campus uh, is just terrible, terrible to do that to young people. Uh, but again, people, I think, whether it's social media or faculty or whomever, putting ideas in these people's heads and, and turning them into haters and, and one step away from violence. I mean, some of the stuff Mark Lamont Hill said at this rally, I mean, it's like leaving a, a can of gasoline in a box of matches on the porch of an arsonist. I mean, it's really, it, it doesn't take much. These people are, are, are riled up, and it just, you know, before someone says, okay, there's a Jew, go get him. Uh, and that, that's what I'm worried about, that that's, something like that is going to happen. It's, it's really overheated right now. And, and the Mark Lamont Hills, who, who is a college professor, should know better. Well, let's hear Dan has a little bit of the audio from that. Here's Mark Lamont Hill. The truth is that history didn't start on October 7th. As much as the news media wants you to think that history started on October 7th, the Palestinian people have been catching hell. For over a hundred years. That for a hundred years there's been a settler colonial project. For 75 years there's been ethnic cleansing. We gotta tell the truth about that. Tonight we demand a ceasefire. Tonight we demand that no more Palestinian children are killed. Tonight we demand that no more hospitals are crumbled. Tonight we demand that no more schools are broken down. It is a violation of international law. It is a violation of human decency. Okay, Dan. So thank you. So uh, in a he, nutshell, he begins by saying, "Let's get some truth out there," and he yeah, proceeds to yeah. launch into about twenty lies. I mean, well, it's, it's, in addition it's right to which, out of Goebbels, you it, know? It, yeah, even if we said, "Let's stipulate any of this stuff." So what we're saying here that they don't want to say is the savagery that we saw. Even little kids, that's justified. Just say it. That's what you're saying. Let's just end the syllogism, Steve, and just say it. But I think yeah, he's even Mark Lamont saying, "Kill them all." Kill yeah, all the and Jews Mark, there. Mark yeah. Lamont Hill knows, as uh, adult as he is on this stuff, that that's not going to play if you just stop couching it and say what we know you mean by it. And the Free Library right. of Philadelphia once again shames themselves by glorifying this guy. Yeah, it, it's. It's it's a problem in society today that that the hate and the incitement of hatred and, and the incitement of violence and, and the lies seem to win the day, and and the facts and the, and the truth and the decency. I mean, there's you didn't hear Hill say, and he went on for longer, and I listened to it. Uh, he he's not talking about living in harmony and coexistence and you know sharing right. the land or. You know, you you live here and we'll live there and we'll we'll get along or we won't get along or there shouldn't be violence. He's not talking about any of the stuff that somebody who is a decent person would advocate for. Uh, and of all the people, this is who the library, the Free Library of Philadelphia, which has quite a record the last few years of inciting Jew hatred and then coming out with some anti-Jewish lies of their own uh, on the part of librarians. Uh, but this is who they have. And... Um, it's a problem. It's a problem for the city, for the region, for the country, uh, and, I, and I wonder what it's leading to. Um, right. you know, Steve, I really we... wonder where it's where it's heading, 
and, and what, what the Mark Lamont Hills of the world want to happen to the Jews in America, frankly. Uh, Steve, where do we uh, get uh, Zionists of America? Where do we go? Thank you. So nationally, it's ZOA.org. Locally, it's Philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y dot Z-O-A dot org. Both the local and the national uh, websites have a lot of information, tremendous amount of information uh, about what's going on, the history, the contemporary. Uh, and our email address, I'll give that out, is the word office at Z-O-A Philly dot org. Office at Z-O-A Philly dot org. Uh, I cannot thank you enough for bringing this information to your audience and an even wider audience than your audience, because I know it gets out there on, on podcasts, it's, et cetera. And, again, I thank you and, and Dan and, and the station uh, for thank what you, you're doing. Steve. God thank bless you, Steve. Thank you for bringing it to us. All right, uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, not directly, yeah, pretty close to directly. you got to give her credit when it comes to stuff like this, saying that this would help Hamas, what Biden has called for, not saying a ceasefire, a pause. Just say the word. You're saying ceasefire. Blinken, New York Times said, is on a plane right now to push Israel toward a ceasefire. What are we going to threaten? The weirdest thing about me is that I don't sweat. Well, there's that too. But at least on this, she gets it. No, there's no ceasefire. There's no, you know, we're going to be through this stuff again six months from now, three months from now, unless Israel can go in and do at least a major mitigation blow to Hamas. I saw today one thing they can do, flood the tunnels. Mediterranean Sea is nearby. Flood the tunnels. It would be slow. They could get the hostages out of there. But over the course of time, it would wreck them. Imagine, this is what they're up to, just thousands of miles of tunnels. This is what they do all day long. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. In honor of Bobby Knight, someone who was a great motivator, that's the side question today coming up. I'll play you this montage. I found it to be pretty interesting of all these Temple students after this latest 45-to-the-head robbery and series of robberies at gunpoint. And the one kid struck me as saying what the whole thing is about. You're kind of signing up for this if you go to Temple. Just admit it. Isn't that the bottom line in Philadelphia? It's untenable to be there. Why do we keep on saying that, well, something should be done? Yeah, what would that be? What would that be at this point in time, given all the parameters? How many cops would you need? What would you need? An armed escort 24 hours a day? Still, the cop can get shot. We've seen that. Dan, you had something. Some great answers coming on Twitter for our side question, Dom, uh, asking yeah. who or what is a great motivator. Head of lettuce on fire this week yeah. saying, having far-flung relatives come for a visit is a huge motivator to go on a house-cleaning whirlwind and make sure we've got enough food for a full house. <coughs> Very good. Or oh, I thought it was to say, get out of Dodge. Uh, Fisher Pine says, a billion-plus-dollar Powerball jackpot definitely motivates people to go to Wawa and get some tickets, right? I don't understand that, though, because your odds are lesser. You mean to say if you won $10 million, Dan, you wouldn't be satisfied with that? You need a billion? I don't get that. Do you? <laughs> yeah, like I, it's, it's definitely incentive when you see one point six billion dollars as the big number, you know. But the odds, can be go, up. Winfrey, the odds you know? go up on yeah. winning it. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, ten million would set you up for it. Maisie's an account. You couldn't blow through enough big screen TVs and other. Par- I'm going to put a parlay, Maisie, down a million dollars. We'll make a billion here. <laughs> Dom Giordano will throw it forty yards. All right. Uh, on the other side of things, uh, Hassan bin Sober, it's sad <coughs> one, but true. Addiction is a uh, motivator, uh, definitely. That is one of the biggest. Um, yeah. uh, Marcus Aurelius, Dom, really good answer. A father with a shotgun. That's a fun answer, yes. Yeah. Not yeah. allowed to say that anymore. I'm sure in the Borowskis, though, you I do will. think that one's controversial. Marcus also says, in some parts of the world, 72 virgins upon your death. Eh, so that's yeah. a little too serious here. Yeah. All right, 855-839-1210. You can get in. We'll play you that montage, take a lot of your calls. By the way, at 2 o'clock, we're going to talk to, and I've been lucky. I think I've talked to Dan seven Medal of Honor recipients in the years of doing this. It's a rarity. We're going to talk with one at 2 o'clock here for the Eagles game and this um Situation Toyota and others. Quite the motivator himself. Yeah, for Veterans Day. These guys, though, Dan, sometimes, I'm not sure of him. They're a little bit difficult because they're heroes 
and you got to pull everything out of them. They're not, except for the guy we had at Andy's Diner, who for eight hours went after the Japanese on Okinawa with a flamethrower. Woody. All he did was drink Boilermakers from 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, I mean, I think a lot of it probably comes from, like, like if you go to a VFW, yeah. uh, war stories are told nonstop. Not with these guys, though. And No, I think they are, because yeah. they're talking to other guys who, who understand the full, the full yeah. picture of the, the emotions that were felt during it. Because a lot of times when you... I would assume, obviously, I'm not a veteran. I just highly respect right. and the, the, the heroes and all. But if you're a person that went through an instance that seems very heroic to some, uh, to, to you yourself, you, you know the bad side of those things, too, and the negative emotions that came with it. And you got to relive that when you're telling that story. Yeah. But if you're telling it to someone who might understand or comprehend Maybe. those emotions, it changes things. I see them as self-effacing. I really do. Yeah? Yeah. Dom to your Dano Show. Dan, let me hold up on that montage. We'll get to it in the next uh, segment here. 855-839-1210. Got a lot of folks that want to get in. Uh, boy, oh, I love Chris of Malvern's motivation, Dan. I'm yeah, let me go to that one yeah. here. Then I got to take a couple other callers here, too. Let's go to Chris on Talk Radio 1210. First, Chris, you have a rat sighting. Yep. It's definitely not one of those blow-up Halloween type, either. Uh, corner of 202 and South Gulf Road across from the uh, King of Prussia Plaza. Ah, who is the rat angry at there? Uh, they're, they tore down the Best Western Motel, and they're redeveloping that high-profile corner. Ah, it is a high-profile. Well, I know Johnny Doc uh, is on trial <laughs> this week, and he was never a fan of the rat is what he's told us. So, Yeah, uh, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like when the rat or snow, it's the billionaire they have dressed up strangling somebody, you know, strangling the little guy. I mean, the rat. there you go. Thank you, John. I'm not a big fan of the rat. Thank you. Um, Chris, who is your uh, motivator? Yo, Mick, how come no locker? Because you're a bum. Oh, God. Yeah. Burgess Meredith, Dan. Thank you, Chris Malvern. Oh, God. That was a good call. Yeah. You remember that? Oh, that back and forth with Rocky? With the, the waste of talent thing at all? Rocky, I mean, is Rocky here today? Uh, is is uh, Mickey here today? Hey, yo, you know what, Mick? I want to use my right arm, you know? <laughs> if you do, I'm going to chop it off. <laughs> You know, Mark Levin and Mickey were the same person. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of Mark Levin, you backbencher. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mick, you know what I mean? I, I don't know if I'm going to chase the chicken. Why would I do Why? Because I told you to. This chicken chasing is how we did it back in the old days. I'm going to show you a trick to get some speed in them legs, Rock. <laughs> Rocky 2 we're into. We, I passed Rocky I think we, Yeah, I think we went right into Rocky 2. And yeah. why not? Get the whole hey, there. you can't win, Rock. This guy is a wrecking machine. Hell, you ain't been hungry since you won that belt. <laughs> oh, that's that's the stark reality with uh, Mr. T. Yeah, let's go to uh, let's go to Robert in Ben Salem on Talk Radio Twelve Ten. Hey, Robert, welcome in. Hey, Dom Dan, how are you guys doing good, today? Good, good, good. Uh, I'm I'm going to maintain that I don't think there's going to be a solution over there in the Middle East until Muslims come to accept Jews living there because that's the only obstacle to them living in peace over there. Israel's fine with a two-state solution, you know? Well, I I would say this in fairness. I think the greater proportion of people, Robert, are at that point. There are some that would not accept it. But, uh, yeah, I I do think there are. But there's enough, to your point, significant on the other side that will blow up any kind of, like, all they were going to do was make peace with Saudi Arabia, and that's what this was about. Well, the reason why I put on mostly, like, the Muslim groups, not all Muslims, of course, but, like, Hamas and Hezbollah, is because these issues have been going on since, like, Jerusalem was the capital of the Israeli kingdom in 1000 B.C., and the Palestinians' ancestors were there, too. I get that historically, but there was no Islam at that time. Islam didn't show up until the 7th century A.D. Why are they the ones now deciding what's going to happen in the Middle East when they're really trying to come lately? Uh, that's an uh, age-old question. You're exactly right. Uh, have you heard hey. from your daughter and how she doing, serving us, protecting um, us there? 
she talks to uh, her sister every three days. She's able to do it okay. with a certain way of communicating. Um, very busy, hectic, not scared. And she's pretty consistent with that. You know, we can't wait to have her home. But I appreciate you asking, man. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So what's your uh, side today, the motivator? Uh, for me, it would have been the belt. <laughs> and me and, me, and Jim were, me and Jim were talking about it. With me, it was my dad. With him, it was my, his mom. So it doesn't matter which parent's holding it. The belt is the motivator. Uh, and you guys have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Well, in South Philly, Dan, it used to be if some variation with women, not of the belt, but of some kind of broomstick or something like that. Oh, yeah. The broomstick, broomstick was definitely one to yeah, show. Yeah, broomsticks. Yeah. Uh, the, the telephone cord was the weapon of <laughs> well, choice in my house. Oh, well, that's pretty, that's pretty tough, yeah, the telephone cord. Because you could set your watch, by the way, my mom would smoke a cigarette, throw the phone cord around, you know, because it was one of those big phones on the wall. Yeah. And if you were messing up, she'd be, ah, wait a minute, she would take the cord and just whip it across the room and get in a good headshot. Trust me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right. My, mind, my mind was in a completely different place there. I saw the belt on the board. And I, I, I told I, yeah. I wanted to go to Robert quickly because I thought he was talking like a championship belt and wrestling or in boxing. Oh, you know, that, that's a huge motivator too. Yeah, well, not in South Philly. No, yeah. not in South Philly. <laughs> okay. A lot of belts got sold in South belts, Philly. Trust me. A lot me. of belts. All right, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. That's how you can get on board. I will play that montage coming up. And we will take your calls. Dom Giordano's show. Welcome in. 855-839-1210. So how often, and it, for obvious reasons, Temple University, a lot of alums, a lot of crime. Officer Fitzgerald, what a sad story that was. And Krasner, here is a montage from our friends over at Philly Crime Update of recent uh, interviews, on-the-street interviews with these Temple students. Well, what do they think? How is this a good college experience going to Temple in the middle of this, particularly the iconic image the other day that Steve Keeley, to his credit, had of the one student with the guy having, uh, looks like a forty-five pressed against his skull in a robbery, one of three, that early morning, location 18th and Norris. And I said right away, well, hey, kid, you can't be at 18th and Norris. What are they sold in their minds? Who's telling these kids you can be at 18th and Norris? How? Here's how it sounded. I can't say it's particularly shocking. A lot of stuff like that happens in the area. Many on campus say safety is a constant topic. One freshman showed us the alerts students receive on their phones, sometimes daily. She also carries pepper spray on her keychain. Things like this happen. Alex Odom, a safety for the Temple Owls, wasn't surprised at first about two armed robberies involving Temple students until we showed the senior student the photos of the gunpoint robberies and where and when. Are you surprised or no, not at all? Not at all. Really? Yeah, no. Just kind of standard? Happens. Especially in the area we live in. But they we are- keep it moving. We, we move during the daylight. And, you know, if we have- After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Have to move at night. We travel in uh, groups. and you st- Stop so- with that for a second, Dan. Doesn't it sound like it's out of Blade Runner or something dystopian? We move during daylight. We keep in packs if we have to travel at night. The urban experience. All right, continue. We can do. Coincidentally, we're on North Street, the same street where the guy that was groping the female students just was captured a couple of weeks ago. And here we are back again. And so right along all the campus athletic fields, you see these Philadelphia police real-time crime cameras. It's kind of unavoidable. Um, it's what you kind of sign up for when you 
start living in this area. You're used to hearing all this, right? Yes, this mm. is very common. No matter <laughs> Alarming, but not surprising, students sadly tell us. They've come to expect the possibility of gunpoint holdups and home invasions as part of student life here. This happens regularly, and it's all about if I'm in this situation, what do I need to do? It's being prepared, knowing to just comply, knowing the steps, and hoping it doesn't happen. It's just scary, comply. definitely, but we just tend to, like, stay in our apartment as much as we can, honestly. She was on the way to class and saw the gun. I could tell that they had a weapon that was pretty harmful, obviously. It's kind of frightening. I mean, we kind of walk this way every day and seeing stuff like that makes you feel a little a lot less safe about it. There's nothing I can do. I mean, I'm concerned, but like, what am I gonna do about it? Getting closer and closer, and even with the new cameras and the new, like, everything, it's just still happening, even with students. I got a call from my girlfriend at that moment, asking if I was okay, and I'm just, just woke up, already startled, start my day off, but I mean, you just gotta carry on, like here, it's just, it's kinda normal. You hate to hear that statement right there. It's kind of normal, but folks out here and students are concerned. They did get those alerts this morning, and they are staying on alert as they don't know. All right, so uh, again, a couple things. Dan and I both wincing when that kid said, oh, I just want to figure out how to comply. That's what he's learning there, that maybe he fits in well. So why does this uh, go on? Well... What do I need to do? It's being prepared, knowing to just comply. All right, 855-839-1210. It is never good there, or never has been, per se. You got to be completely alert. The kid, we travel in daytime. Uh, But given the new norms of the last five or six years of Krasner, you heard what he said, Dan, the new cameras, that doesn't seem to do too much. You know, I'm not saying it doesn't mitigate the cameras are a bad idea, but reliance on that is not going to stop a guy who thinks he's got a hoodie on and you can't see him putting a gun to your temple. All right, 855-839-1210. You get in. Completely off topic, but yeah. a little uh, Dan Time, I guess, trivia. Uh, the, the, the composer behind this theme that you hear, the Blade Runner theme, yes. is uh, referenced by Dom. Uh, he's also the same composer behind uh, Chariots of Fire, which you heard earlier ah, in the show. Yeah, okay. very, very big Vangelis guy. Uh, okay. He's uh, all over the place, but great, great composer. All right, our side question today is the opposite side of the coin. Somebody very motivational in honor of uh, Bobby Knight. I'm still looking to see the big vote today on Israel and the offsets, the IRS. Democrats say they're not going to vote for it. Biden says he'll veto it. Some people don't believe that, that that will happen. Now, Mike Johnson is commingling any aid for Ukraine with the border. The only problem I see with this is exactly what are we going to do with this package of extra spending for the border? I'm not exactly sure. I mean, I like it that he's not going to give up aid for Ukraine without getting something on the border. But how are you going to force Biden to comply with this, no matter what money you give or what you put it? How are you going to do that? So, no, I'm I'm not on board with this. I'm not on board with any more money for Ukraine right now. I mean, I trust Johnson on what he's done so far, but he seems leaning toward money for Ukraine. And some kind of we'll get what the game plan is. And if we do that and we track the money better, it's okay. It's not okay. Gallup poll out today shows how much people have changed, even since June, on Ukraine and spending money in Ukraine. I'll give you some of that. But I'm a little bit uh, wary of this idea. It sounds good. In principle, it is. You're not getting money for Ukraine unless we get something on the border. But what is that something? What would Biden agree to? He wants the border to be more wide open constantly. So what would you trust, whatever he signed or whatever he said? What, that we're going to start building the border wall en masse? I'm not even saying that's enough. We need to stop it now, what's going on there. Uh, probably I would need that they will not sue Texas anymore for whatever Texas comes up with to try to prevent people illegally coming into the country. 
That would be a start. So we're watching these uh, big votes today. And again, I think uh, Johnson has been very good so far at every level. But we'll see where this goes with this Ukraine money slash the border. Does this have any chance of passing the House of Representatives linking the money uh, for Israel to these offsets with the IRS? I think it's going to be very tight. Republicans can only lose a few votes, and it looks like Democrats are going to vote against it. Uh, Let's go to Jack in Gloucester City. Hey, Jack, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Afternoon, Jack. Uh, you, you, uh, Don and Dan, you're the dynamic duo of Philadelphia. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Dan, hey, looks, uh, Dan looks great in those Robin tights. I just want to say that for the record. <laughs> I have no, I'm, I'm an old guy. I don't know how to get these pictures up and see what you guys look like. I have no idea. But anyhow, yesterday was the first time I ever cheered the Dolphins and the <laughs> Whales. <laughs> Good line, yes. <laughs> anyhow, uh, about 65 years ago, I was an apprentice, a sheet metal apprentice in Philadelphia, and we were, and my class was forced to go to a uh, rally downtown in, in the convention center on a Saturday, our day off. And they, if we didn't go, they would hold us back six months on our apprenticeship. So the whole grumpy bunch of us all got into got our seats in a, in a little while. We all sat around, and we were kind of the whole. There were about 4,000 people there, I guess, all kinds of people for union people, and. And then we all sat there grumpily, and then Jimmy Hoffa came to the podium. And, and he was a little, little crew-cut guy, and he was very, uh, very not very impressive-looking. But a, about about a half hour, about an hour later, the whole audience, the whole everybody in the place, we were ready to go to to, to go to Washington and, and storm the Capitol and drag out Robert Kennedy Sr. <laughs> I, I can't believe I, I don't know how it happened because we were we none of us wanted to be there and nobody even knew anything about Jimmy Hoffa. But when he finished, it was just he, he just turned that whole crowd on. And uh, I, I have no idea. what he, I don't know what he said, but Jimmy Hoffa is my my. Thank my you, vote. Jackie. Great story. Yeah. Well, I, I've heard that about Hoffa, too. I mean, you know, and him with Robert Kennedy. Oh, my. All God. right. So is uh, Dom Giordano. I think he's buried in the Meadowlands. Uh, no, I think it's, uh, they did something to the body. They chopped it up or yeah. did something. Yeah. Or incinerated it. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But The Irishman is a long film, but I, I'd recommend it still. I think it's pretty accurate. Very long. Yeah. Yeah. It's long. Yeah. Now some, uh, the new, um, the new film, the three hour, the, uh, Killers Decap- of the Flower Moon. Yes. Uh, they're offering intermissions, Dan. I don't think that's a good idea with a film. You know what I mean? You can't stop the film in the middle. It's not like a play. I Act think it's one fair. Like, like Oppenheimer, I would have really enjoyed them to stop at mid-film you know, film so I can go uh, take a pee. You got to gut it out a little bit there. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to put the pause. Put the pause button on the projector. So, so when you go into like a three-and-a-half-hour film, well, yeah. 206 minutes for this one, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, do, do you... Still get concessions, knowing that you're probably going to have to use the restroom if you get like a. I don't drink soda. in a movie for that reason. Yeah, yeah I'm not drinking. Yeah, anything. that's kind of yeah. what I go yeah. in with too. Yeah, I just uh, get some of Rose pretzels. I don't get anything. Ooh. All right, uh, more coming up. Uh, I think there's a Dan time schedule today yeah, here on pretty- some schedule somewhere. It says Dan time. I'll also tell you why uh, Mayor Adams of New York is really going the. Sanctuary City stuff and all has gotten them crazy. He's actually calling out a group of people saying they're just bringing prostitutes to New York. Red Light District, Queens. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's Dan time. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody's sick. That's right. It's that time of the afternoon. That producer Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time with Dom. And Dom, today we have Krasnerland at 3.05, so I just wanted to offer a little bit of a preview for that. Uh, if you've never tuned in, please do. Every every week, Dom and I spend about a half an hour focusing on the issues specifically to Philadelphia crime and uh, the reign of the horrible Larry Krasner, district attorney. Uh, but Dom, there's two sides to every coin, apparently. First off, uh, CBS3 report I want to play back for you real quick. Uh, take a listen. Scraps plans to open a new store in University City. This is a rendering of what the store would have looked like at 37th and Chestnut Streets. It was expected to be part of the retail space being added to the former International House near Penn's campus. Target's not saying why it dropped its plans to build here, but did tell CBS News Philadelphia it routinely assesses current projects and may 
made the decision to no longer pursue a store at this location. I think we can read between the lines. They say they didn't explain why they dropped the plans, Don, but I think we know why. Why would that be? Yeah, Krasnerland, but you go to all this money, it's almost built, right? The whole thing. You can yep. imagine the startup, all the regulations you got to go through with Philadelphia City government. But why do these entities not want to tell us what the reason is? What is the power of this guy? I, I would assume it's someone in the loss prevention department doing the math and realizing that this yes. is not going to be profitable here in Philadelphia because of the amount of theft that happens here. Yeah, I mean, come to me and I'll tell you. Just come to me and I'll give you all that you need to know about whether you should locate here. So CBS, you're almost there reporting what it is happening here in Philadelphia, but you fall just short by saying something like, oh, yeah, we don't know why. Uh, uh, it yeah, could be the weather, uh, Penn Campus, uh, the you know, they just woke up one day and said, nah, I don't think I'll go to Philadelphia. I don't like the Eagles. Look, but at least they're trying. <clears throat> Unlike the Inquirer, sorry about that cough there, yeah. who just seems to want to propagate everything Philadelphia, even though the city's in shambles right now, by uh, uh, the, the, one of the stories. Philly now considered the best United States city to visit in 2024, according to Lonely Planet Travel Guide. So on one hand, we have commercial businesses who can't open up here in the city, but on the other hand, you have the Inquirer and Lonely Planet saying that Philadelphia is going to be the best U.S. city to visit in 2024. Dom, why? Where, where does that come from? Is it a great city to visit, in your opinion? Well, it is. There's uh, a lot here to do, but again, you got to warn people about how much, even in the tourist areas, there's big-time crime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Krasnerland today at 305youtube.com slash at 12thnwpht. Go like and subscribe, and that's where you can find Dining with Dom every day at noon. Uh, Dom, I'm going through a move right now. I think that's a pretty common thing that the listeners are aware of. And, and Maisie and I, I spent the other night, I think it was Tuesday night, for like four and a half hours taping up our kitchen with that, uh, that uh, painter's tape, the blue tape, so we can get painting. Okay. Uh, and painting hasn't started yet. We've kind of pushed it off a couple of days, and now a discussion has persisted. It... it Hiring professional painters, Dom Giordano, is that something you would encourage, or is it something the Giordano family, you would want to paint yourself? The difference between a professional paint job on the walls and uh, the work that you do yourselves. I think the professional painters are better, but let me state this. I try to hold the line with Roe on arguing over every single thing, never having to spend. That way, telling myself, in the end, she'll be restrained a bit. She's an unrestrained spender, as we have <laughs> So you got to be the you got to be the conservative one when yeah, it comes to Yeah, I, I got to use that yeah. as part of the long-term argument. No, we can paint it ourselves, knowing in the end we won't, but trying to hold down any grandiose well, I'm happy you put it that way, because being a conservative financial individual that you are, how big of a move do you have to have until you consider hiring professional movers? Oh, see, I've never experienced that. You know, when I moved, the one time I just had my stuff. It wasn't a big uh, deal, you know? Yeah. So, um... It's like, our, our place in Port Richmond is like 950 square feet. It's yeah. uh, one, of, one of the standard, you know... I just don't think you need them. I mean, I, unless you have something so precious that you're afraid you're going to damage it, I'd say no. Your friends and all, you don't be able to do it. Just get it good to you. All these producers like in the uh, producer's lounge out here, Dorenzo and all. We're already stretched thin up. enough. The last thing they want to do is spend uh, their weekend helping another <laughs> producer move. Get the heck out no, of here. I'm sure they will. <laughs> it's got to be a producer fun there with Greg Stocker. Look at the small print of your contract. I think it's in there. <laughs> Please yeah. help. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so, Dom, also uh, in the news, uh, Halloween being yesterday, a lot of costumes coming out going viral. I'm sorry, not yesterday, two days ago now. Uh, but that uh, one with the beheaded child, man, disgusting. Uh, That's uh, Trudeau, right. Uh, but one that went viral uh, for a good reason. But I, I want your opinion on this. It's three kids, uh, one in the middle dressed like Joe Biden, two uh, on his sides. Yeah. Dressed like Secret Service agents, and every couple of feet, he was the falling Joe Biden character. It's a kid, he looks like he's maybe 12 or 13, walking down the street, uh, mocking Joe Biden, falling down. And uh, on the conservative subreddit, the first comment was super supportive, loving it. It was hilarious, yeah. you know, and it was highly upvoted. But the second highest upvoted comment was a person saying, you know, I don't care what side of the aisle this is coming from. It's a... Uh, kind of disgusting to see children of that age dressing in political costumes yeah so, i agree you, you know, agree you know what we've just gone we complain all the time conservatives everything about the other side is political and we're right like blinken we don't i don't like it blinken dresses up his kid who's three or four uh, the four-year-old as Zelensky. i yeah. mean you know come on now you know it, it's supposed to be a fun did the kid pick Zelensky? do you think dan or did he want to be no. uh a parakeet or something. Come on. 
But that, that's the thing. If you're an edgy 13-year-old on TikTok yeah. and you know all the memes about Joe Biden, I can see them making that decision themselves. But even then, it's like, you're, you're a kid. I Enjoy would, kid things. I would dissuade it. Not only that, I, I don't want to mock this guy. I, I just want to get him out of there. You know? What is it's, nice, though, positive about it, is it does look like we might have some young Republicans on the way. I don't know about that. Crap going I on just here. think they you like You don't think so? This that. young generation doesn't see this. Jackassery going on and say, you know, I can't vote for Democrats in the future. Uh, they're too busy supporting Hamas, so I don't know. Yeah, that's true. And looking at TikTok. That's all I got for Dan time today. All right, Dan. thank you, Dan. We have a big uh, money melt. Let's see the prize here. A pair of t- oh, Andrea Bocelli. Time to wow. say goodbye. Tickets to see that, Dan. That is a big deal when he comes to Philadelphia December 7th during this sort of Christmas season. I'd love to see that. All guy. right. So uh, that will be uh, coming up. And we have a recipient of the Medal of Honor who's his group, anyhow, comes to Philadelphia. We're coming up on Veterans Day. We got the big side question going on. 855-839-1210. That's how you get in here on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.